Hello and welcome to Outrageous Wellness. My name is Christine Erickson. I'm a psychologist, a personal trainer, a wellness coach, and oh, and a Reiki practitioner now as well. So, um, welcome. I'm here with my friends Charlotte and Kelsey. Please introduce yourselves. I am Charlotte, and I'm a business person, Reiki master, and spiritual explorer, and so happy to have Christine uh, join the ranks of Reiki practitioner. I think that is absolutely amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. And I am Kelsey. I am a yoga instructor, a resigned educator it feels good to say that so i'm just keeping it in there resigned educator um and an aspiring expert of all things a cult. all right um welcome back we've taken a few weeks off um now we're gonna catch up a little bit talk about what we've been up to uh obviously i did a Reiki workshop and I'm now a level two practitioner. Um, that's been amazing. Um, that's a, an amazing journey. Um, and what have you guys been up to over the last few weeks? I mean, I've just been trying to get some more yoga classes in. I've been teaching more um, I've taken on a second class, which has been really nice. I've spent time diving into some books and frankly, trying to find more naps. <laughs> I'm trying to nap a lot more. <laughs> I love napping. Oh, it's so nice. Um, that sounds like fun. And I know we've talked about a couple of the books that you're reading. So, um, I definitely got those on my reading list. My sister came to visit and we had a fun time. We did a lot of uh, listening to meditations and we did card pulls for each other. And I actually um, kind of recreated this, the spoon bending um, half day uh, virtual retreat I did up for, uh, with Monroe Institute. So I used their uh, recordings, and then they had also used a YouTube video by a woman who uses quantum healing to actually bend spoons. Anyway, we had a great time, and my sister bent spoons. So I thought that was really cool. That is super exciting. Yes, yes. that is awesome. Um, so yeah, I love that, and I can't wait to do that. I'm going to be doing that myself in a couple of weeks, hopefully. Successful. So fun. Yes. So fun. Yeah. So I, you know, it's kind of like this last week has been a little bit weird. And I know that we had a full moon for those of, of you out there who um, pay attention to that kind of thing and believe in that energy. And I know a lot of people have made comments to me about how, oh, I just, it's like just things have felt very spiky and, and unsettling. So Kelsey, what, what, I know you had some things to say about that. I mean, we had a lot going on. Venus went into cancer. Um, and it was really like good and positive in that way. But then we also had some issues with really, um, 
planets that like Mars and Saturn and Uranus kind of squaring each other or opposing different things. And literally as we speak, Mercury is opposing the moon. And so thinking about Mercury maybe being more of that critical thinking and the moon being your emotions, it's almost like people are feeling that split between my emotions are saying one thing and my logic is saying the other thing. And so there's just kind of this on edge energy with almost like a lack of trust of self and others at the same time. I know everybody I've spoken to has said it's been a rough week and a rough couple of days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, yeah, that's been, that's been really interesting. I feel like, um, Hmm. I've been doing a lot of reading recently. So, and just talking about just kind of breaking free from my old way of thinking. Um, you know, so my training is as a scientist and I've spent most of my life, um, thinking in terms of, you know, proof in the scientific method and, uh, and needing to control all the variables and, (laughs) and just, it's like been kind of the way that I learned to live, to live my life. And recently in recent, the last few years, I've been, you know, kind of changing the way I think about the world and how I try to go through life and through situations. And I am much happier now. I do have, you know, I mean, I'm in a position where I can kind of, uh, ironically, now that I can control a lot more of my life, um, uh, I'm trying to not do that and, um, and just enjoy each moment as I go through it. Um, and it's, it's and it's just been in like the last week, I think, that I've really realized or or become consciously aware of how much that uh, sort of scientific method type of thinking um, ran my life, you know, ran how I went through my life. Um, I mean, basically, the science, with the scientific method, you start out with a hypothesis. So you've already decided how things are going to be, like what the outcome that's going to make you happy. <laughs> you've already decided that. And I feel like that's how I live my life, like every day, like, okay, this is how my day is going to go. And then if it didn't go that way, even if it wasn't like a bad thing that derailed, you know, what my plan was, if it was out side of my plan, that was a bad day. Right. I mean, do you guys have that experience? Um, rather than just kind of going with the flow and when something happens unexpected, it's like, Oh, you know, let's, what is this new opportunity? You know, um, what is this fresh, interesting development rather than, Oh man, now it's not going to go the way I planned. Fuck this. (laughs) Well, it's interesting we're talking about this now. It's dawning on me what Kelsey just said about Mercury and the moon, right? Being in opposition or square. Um, You're right, opposition. Opposition. And what you were just saying, Christine, like our minds, like, okay, we have this control. And so we we have a plan, right? That's very Mars-oriented. Um, and the moon is more intuition 
and it's more, you know, letting things flow. Um, and, you know, I have to say that's the one thing about Reiki that as you practice, right, there's no right way to do a Reiki session. And there's no, you can have all the plan you want. You know, you can start at the head and go down the body and go to the feet. Different things are going to come up and different things are going to arise. And and so you have to go with the flow and let the energy guide you. So it's, it's, it's really interesting that we're talking about this right now. I, I just made the connection of the Mercury moon and before we started the podcast, Kelsey had a very interesting um, way of looking at cards, which I won't talk about now. It just, it, it, it's, again, what we were talking about, um, you know, the pull of the intuition versus the brain, right? And what we need to hear, what we want to hear, and what we're able and ready to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kelsey, well, tell you tell I, yeah, tell us about that. Tell us about the card pool. Yes, yeah. Because well, you know what's so fun is that is following our uh, my intuition is something that I'm really enjoying right now. You know, yeah. I mean, instead of having to look things up and you know, yeah. is this the right way? Is this the way that everybody else says it should be done? You know, yeah. um, hey. I have a feeling about how something should go like with, you know, in terms of doing like Reiki, for example, um, or whatever, you know, whatever else, whatever kind of energy healing, um, you know, or blessing kind of, um, a practice that I'm doing. It's like, uh, I, I'm following my intuition and that seems to work. I mean, people seem to really like, and enjoy and appreciate and benefit from what I do. Um, and this is like, so not scientific method at all. So, <laughs> so Kelsey, tell us about your, your, your new card pull idea. Yeah. Well, I was noticing pretty recently when working hard with the archangels that a lot of my card pulls are really positive and like they were, overly positive to a point where I wasn't fully comprehending what was going on with the cards because I would ask about something that obviously had negative energy added to it. So I was trying to understand. So I decided, well, if the archangels are going to come in really intensely like that, I'm actually going to create different card pools for one for my archangels. So they'll start so they can speak to me. And then the next one for my guides so then they have a space. And then I left one for my ancestors who I haven't done a ton of work with yet. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to honor what they have to say too, because I understand that archangels would probably come in a lot stronger than my other two. And I noticed in that when I split them up, the archangels came in very positive again, the way I really wanted them, <laughs> the way I've seen them come in. But then I noticed my guides were helping me gain perspective from not just my point of view, but also the person's point of view who I was kind of pulling because I was trying to understand the relationship in the moment. And then my ancestors were so blunt. They were like, if this person does it again, cut them off. Like we're not playing this game anymore. (laughs) So it just, but to have that and to see those three different perspectives was really helpful and really interesting to see. And it's consistent. Every time I go to pull, 
my archangels are always trying to show me the light, send love. My guides are like, here's the perspective of everything going on. And my ancestors are very me focused and want to prevent me from getting hurt. Yes. Very helpful in that way. Very protective. Yeah. And also just that, so that to me is so cool because Mercury, right, is the ego, your ancestor, your ancestors, and the moon is intuitive, like the angels, right, all heart, your ancestors are all ego, and your guides are right in the middle, you know, they're using, they're using some ego and heart uh, to give you those messages. So I, I just loved how that kind of clicked for me when you when you said that about Mercury and Mars. Um, I think I think that's amazing, right? And there are times when all we need are loving messages. You know, that's what we need. That's what we want. And there are times when we want blunt. And then there are times when we, you know, have the in-between. And I think that's a really important thing in terms of, you know, how people explore their spirituality. And, you know, you might talk to a medium who says they really appreciate and enjoy kind of connecting with ego-based spirit, which are loved ones, whereas opposed to an angel reader, reader, someone like B, who, who we had on the podcast, who loves the lightness of the angels. So really interesting. Yeah, no, and it was really cool because you still, I felt like I was still able to get that intensely positive energy, but then there were parts of it where I really needed to understand that other person's perspective and then to feel that protective energy around me too at the same time was really helpful. You know, I just made a connection, like not related to cards, but remember when I went to Sedona and, um, and I had the, what was supposed to be a past life reading. And then I ended up, um, doing the channeling instead. Um, and remember, I mean, first, let's see, what was the order? What was the order? First, I channeled my guide, right? My spirit guide. Second, I channeled my dad, who would be an ancestor. And third, I channeled an angel. Remember? I channeled... That's amazing. Yes. I just made that... Wow. That's really... Yeah. That's wild. (laughs) Like three different classes of... Yeah. Of of spirit, I guess. Mm -hmm. Wow. And I wonder... Like, it's interesting because you kind of get a holistic like point of view when you get all those different energies into one reading, I almost feel like you're able to feel kind of that protective energy. Or I, I don't know. It was just very holistic and allowed me to feel reaffirmed, but also allowed me to step into the shoes of the other person through my guides. So, so that's an interesting, um, yeah, way of going about, um, you know, asking a question and then pull three cards. The first card being, your angels, the second card being, should we do it right now? I'm ready. Let's do it. Who, who wants to do Who wants to do it? I got, I got a deck right here. <laughs> Charlotte's like, you do it. I'll get a deck I right here. Who has a question? I don't have any, I should have had, I should have who had has a, Who has a question? I don't have decks. Um, you just need a question. Hmm. I'm, 
Oh, you're making this so hard. I know. Like, so I want to ask. I mean, what I want to ask about is eventually, am I gonna like gonna climb and like have a different career? But I don't know. Is that silly to say? I feel like we've all focused oh. on my career longer than we need to. <laughs> <laughs> so there is that. So that is how I'm feeling about so, that. So you want to get a little insight on uh, what you're going to be doing after this um, job that you're doing right now, huh? Absolutely. And how it's gonna how it's gonna go. All right. So let me uh do this. Cut these and cards. As in this out, Kelsey, I'm still asking about my career. So uh-huh. <laughs> So <laughs> the angels say the moon. So they're like, hmm. <laughs> Your spirit Spirit guides say three of swords and <laughs> your ancestors say three of fire. Oh, oh, interesting. <gasps> yeah. Oh, interesting. So what, what is that telling you? Well, I feel like, cause I feel like the guides are saying that I'm going to use whatever pain I've had from previous stuff. To uh-huh. assist me in transitioning whatever I do next. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like my ancestors are like, you're going to be extremely passionate about it um, and whatever you're going to have. And then it's going to be a journey and it's going to be a journey is what they're saying. And I think the angels want to keep me in the dark because they know they don't want to like tell me yet. They, that's yeah. what they give me the moon. Yeah. Yep. Well, but weren't we just talking about the angels being the moon, right? Which is all intuition. <laughs> the angels are saying, Kelsey, follow your intuition because you have you, you you know, as the universe provides you with opportunities, use your heart to guide you in decision making. That's fair. Mm-hmm. This is why I need other people there when I try to interpret a reading. <laughs> Because I'm Absolutely. like, I, I love the angels. Do not get me wrong. But there is the shadow side to me that needs to be like, like, what's going on here? And I'm, I need to navigate that probably a little bit more. Maybe some more shadow work on my end would be helpful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be a good idea. So, yeah. And, and what about oh. the ancestors? It was the three of... The three, three of, of wands. Yeah. Three of fire in this deck that I was using, but three of wands. So right. yep. I definitely feel like that's a very positive because it's looking forward, isn't it? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's starting on a journey. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. You are you I mean you are just beginning. You're you're beginning a new definitely beginning a new career path. Yeah. Or, or you're leaving something behind, which yeah. you can always pick back up. I'm wondering more and more about that Three of Swords, because that's a hard card. That's a hard card. That's probably like the everybody's, most people's least favorite card. <laughs> yeah, like even, it's even less loved than, you know, than the Death card and the Tower card. And the uh, and the Ten of Swords card. So, you know, because it's about, it's like your heart. It's like. Like full heartbreak. Know, it's like coming, so, come, like learning something that just like stabs your heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
can I use my human design relentless optimism and, <laughs> and tell you how I feel? Yes, <laughs> yes. So I think it has to do with the heartbreak of giving up something that you were, you had dedicated your life to. Yeah, right? the through, teaching. Through education. Yes. And, and that you, you know, you thought you were going to be in this career field for a long time. Yeah. And so you realize that that's not for you right now. Right. So that's one. Yeah. And then two is you're in a certain place yeah. and now you're in that questioning period of what's next. And the third thing is the future, right? So it's, it's acknowledging the pain that you are feeling about leaving something that you were passionate, passionate about behind and having like just the heartache of like having to kind of start over. Yeah. That's that's my relentless optimism take on that card for you in this particular sense. Yeah. Which is why everyone should realize why I like to get the angel messages only because <laughs> it is relentlessly optimistic. Yes. You know, it's interesting too, because we got the three of swords right before we got the three of wands. So with what you're saying, like, it actually makes a lot of sense to go from, because the imagery of, going from three swords to three wands, it's almost like the creation of your own future. Cause what do you use to do magic? It's wands. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's very true. Mm-hmm. I love that. You know, and I also, I also love that I'm so open this, to this kind of like free form flowing interpretation of, you know, be, being, able to use the cards, being able to do these things that, you know, there was a time in my life, I would have thought I was fucking insane. <laughs> you know? I mean, me too. I would have thought I definitely, yeah. Go back like 10, 13 years ago. I'm like, I'm like, who the hell is she? Yes. Yes. Because I was so steeped in that, you know, the only way, the only valid way of looking at, the world and looking at reality is through this um, this lens, right? Um, which is extremely important. I mean, scientific method is is critical for medical research and you know research on you know engineering type of 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 research like making the world a better place you know in term in, in the context of um how we live on this planet you know like the resources we use and and how we go about improving quality of life like on a very physical level you know with health and and um and prosperity um but on a, on a very material level um but this you know but but there's this whole other way of looking at the world and I, and I'm only just like I said earlier I'm only just sort of realizing how profound it is, right? And how it's connected to how I was, how I was raised and, you know, um, and not only my, you know, my parents, which is, you know, which is, which is great. I mean, at least they didn't, um, you know, (laughs) bring, bring me up to believe like anything like completely crazy, 
not like the things that I believe now. Uh, huh? <laughs> I know you guys caught that, right? Um, but then also in terms of my, you know, education and then go, getting into like the sciences and just, you know, just really being steeped in that and, and how much it locked my mind into thinking a certain way and not being open at all to anything of a religious or spiritual nature. And, you know, and there's even, and, and just this way of going through life where I'm open to whatever experiences come to me, right? Um, I mean, I have this idea of how the rest of my day is going to go, but it could be completely different from how I'm envisioning it. And that's okay. That's all right. So we get derailed. Like what's so bad about that? You know, I mean, hopefully it doesn't get derailed because, you know, something terrible happens to somebody I love, but, um, you know, but if it does, then we'll just have to deal with that in the moment, you know? So, yeah, um, it's really interesting what you were saying about the scientific method. And I'm thinking about this now, right? If we look at, you know, um, history or, and, and we think about spiritual spirituality and, um, alchemy, right? Alchemy is sort of the science of manifestation, Mm -hmm. um, which is, you know, a lot of what we talk about in the spiritual community. Um, I think the, you know, and, and if you think about how, you know, from a scientific perspective, engineers, engineers gave us like right now we're talking through the computer on a video where people can't see us, but we can see one another. Mm-hmm. hundred years ago, this would be like, what kind of black magic is this? <laughs> yes. Right. So maybe it's that we're just, why are we as a society, like putting all of these rules and regulations around things like alchemy is engineering. Why can't they be together, right? Mars is alchemy. Mars is 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 moving forward. It's innovating, right? I mean, it's 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 like I'm gonna you know create and I'm going to change and manipulate things. Um, really interesting to me, um, you know how alchemy is very much scientific method, but wasn't a lot of it. Isn't a lot of that done through your heart? Right. I think the Kabbalah talks about that, Mm. that you really just in order to and spoon bending is a great example. It's you're trying to you're trying to, you know, through your heart center, through your heart chakra, through your desire, you're actually uh, able to manipulate metal. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I love, I love, you know, Charlotte, one of the great things about you is, you know, you are our, you know, our, our technology and science, you know, kind of junkie here, you know, on the podcast, uh, in a completely different, different way and different level from, from me and my, you know, background and, you know, in, in neuroscience. I mean, you're like the, you're like the, the real science, science, like, 
<laughs> technology and um, so, so fun that you have that perspective, you know, and that you come at it from this angle as well, right? Yeah. And I mean, technology literally is, um, it's about pushing the boundaries of what we know, right? You know, I mean, so many innovations that we have in our life today are are from people who who question and said, I don't accept that, um, you know, as, as reality. And um, software engineers are very scientific and they're very methodical. They're also some of the most creative people you'll ever meet. And so the ability to take, you know, both things and merge them together, again, we're talking about like, Mars and the moon and our guides and or our ancestors and angels. It's kind of finding that sweet spot in the middle. Yes. That then propels us forward. Yes. Um, I think it's a good lesson on sort of how we live here. Right. Because I, I have said before, I could spend all my time like meditating with the angels. Okay. But that's not why I'm here. I'm here to live life in a physical form. Right. Yes. And so you have people who are super ego based living in that really hard 3d world, that materialistic sort of, you know, and then you have people who are trying to live in the ethers and really what we're, I think what we should be, what, what I think would be helpful that we do. Is to <laughs> trying to, trying like, to not say what people should be doing. Like, I know, you should be do doing this. Tell, I, I use the, the, the SH word is not good. The should but be, yes. what, what I strive to do is trying to live in that middle ground where it's where my heart is maybe lead, more leading the way, but I'm also using my ego brain to, to navigate the physical world that we're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also, I also love how, um, you know, the way people think about things, things, things is such a vague word. Um, the way we think, we think about who we are, you know, as human beings is, has changes as we learn more. Um, you know, I mean, I've been doing a lot of reading recently, um, on the history, you know, prehistory and ancient history of women and, and our role, uh, in society and, and how we as women, um, have contributed to, to, to society, um, and it's so fascinating because, you know, we, we have this very, you know, and I know it sounds very fe- like, um, like being a feminist, you know, talking about the patriarchy, but it is a very real thing. You know, the, the way that people think uh, about history is from a very, it's from a very male perspective. And, um, and it's all about, you know, the dates of wars and... <laughs> You know, and uh, and those kinds of things. Like we always had had to learn, and I guess that's important, right? But there are other things that are important too. Um, but what's fascinating, you know, and sort of turning that around a little bit, is um, this finding in 2017, which I'm I'm sure a lot of people are aware of. This Viking, um, this 
a grave of a Viking warrior that was discovered in, you know, in the 19th century. So in the 1800s, it was always assumed to be a man, right? This um, Viking warrior, you know, buried with honors and like, this is the prototypical Viking. Um, and in 2017, they did genetic testing on it and it's a woman. It's a Hell woman. Yeah. It's a woman <laughs> that's is. been, and it's been held up as this like, yeah, like the typical example of a Viking. I love that. That is so cool. Like, you know, so now, you know, in the sagas they write, and I'm like really into the, the Viking and the Scandinavian history because, you know, that's, you know, I'm descended from, you know, Swedes and Nor and Norwegians. Um, so the sagas, you know, talk about berserker warriors and, you know, there was never any questioning that those were, that, that those were, that they were real and that they are, they actually were berserker warriors but the Valkyrie were always assumed to be these mythical, you know, angel sort of, you know, beings, you know, that were, you know, sort of the goddess Freya's, you know, servants or whatever. And they would t take the slain warriors to Valhalla and, and serve them mead, you know. And now it's like, oh, well, wait a minute, if the berserkers were real and if this Viking warrior was female, well, oh, wow, the Valkyrie, they actually, like, were real women that, like, carried swords and were total badasses. Wow, like, mind blown. <laughs> and as, you know, so it's like, hmm, I love that. <laughs> Well, and I, I think it completely shifts everything on its head for a lot of societal norms, I almost feel like. I feel like we've set this expectation for both men and women to be X thing. And maybe that's what needs to be rewritten a little bit. Maybe it's less like I, I think women are a lot stronger, even physically, than I think we give them credit for being. Um and I think men are way more capable of being in touch with their emotions than society allows them to be. And I think it sets these norms that um, create unhealthy standards. And when we're able to take a step back and maybe stop viewing things in such a cut and dry way, kind of like that scientific method, right? Very cut and dry. Mm -hmm. um, I think it gives us place for exploration that we don't, we don't always have a date. Well, we don't have in that specific society anymore. Yeah. Um, and so I think, I don't know, teaching and getting my master's and teaching and all that, there was a lot of theory behind letting kids learn, like there was a philosophy behind math, where instead of you teaching the math, you kind of have them do a hands-on aspect with the math and then ask them, what are you noticing? What do you see that's happening to all of the numbers here yeah yeah really interesting um and and also i think this idea um the polarizing again you know kind of the extremes right the male and the female um we know that we have both male and female characteristics we all do every person does you know i mean i have female friends who, you know, have very strong male energy. 
I have male friends who have strong female energy and everything in between. And what I think is interesting about sort of, you know, coming out of a polarized world, maybe moving and integrating more into that middle ground that we keep talking about, I, I'm really interested in very young people now being, you know, there's a lot more um, openness to gender fluidity and, um, you know, young kids saying they, they don't identify as one thing or the other and perhaps identify different times, you know, as one thing or the other. I just think it's really interesting as we move forward what this evolution is creating in terms of, of minimizing that polarization. Absolutely. And I think, um, sorry, my dog started barking, so I couldn't get to the end of that <laughs> math exploration topic. But what I was trying to get at with that is uh, everything can be open-ended. And I feel like it's, and I think it ties in nicely to what Charlotte was trying to say is having that open-endedness of, you know, what happens if we do this? What, just what happens? We don't need to have an expectation. We don't need to set the expectation. Um, but having an open-ended place to explore and explore math, explore gender fluidity, to explore our world, um, I think allows for a more positive impact because we aren't setting expectations. We're not setting ourselves up for failure. And um, I think it'll be interesting. I think you're right, Charlotte, in terms of like how that's going to play out with gender fluidity and seeing how we shift as a society. And I think that it's nice to be in a place where I like to be surprised. Do you know what I mean? Like um, the unexpected is, is nice. It's not like, Oh God, you know, look, it's not going, it's not going my way. Right. You know, when I say my way in quotes, um, which used to be my reality. I mean, it was like, if things weren't going my way, um, they, they were, it was bad, (laughs) but sometimes I don't always know what the best is. Right. And I don't always know what the best outcome is ultimately. So I got to kind of let go of that. Right. And let go of that control and allow, allow events to unfold. Right. And, and isn't it interesting how our feelings and, um, our intuition are a great resource, right? If you feel like you were saying, I like to be surprised, you know, it feels nice. Um, I, I'm not someone who embraces change the way that I would like to. Mm -hmm. And whenever I feel resistance, I, I now know it's that something's challenging that kind of safety thing that I've got. And instead of being afraid of it now, I'm able to kind of take that resistance and look at it and, and ask the questions and explore, um, is this really my story or is this something that I picked up somewhere else? And it's just my intuition saying, Hey, take another look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it's also remind reminding me of the, um, you know, when they, when you, when you learn, when you learn about Reiki, um, you know, you're told the, the ethics, right. 
And two of those are uh, just for today, do not anger, right? And just for today, do not be anxious. And it's not like we're not going to feel those emotions, but the idea is that we don't let those emotions control us. We let them, we feel them, we process them, and then we let them go, right? Um, and I think that that's really important to not suppress that stuff, but to acknowledge that it's there. Uh, and then to let go of it and, and, and see what, see what, see what the next moment brings. Well, it leaves us open. It, it leaves us open to creating some really cool, uh, tarot card spreads. I'm <laughs> 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 starting to find out. I'm like, the archangels really do come in. They are in like a very positive way. They just, there is no, I have not pulled a negative card from them specifically. So it's been very interesting to see that consistently play out. I will, I will be very afraid though, when I pull the tower card for the archangels, like, oh shit, this is not good. (laughs) So maintaining that will be being excited in terms of this exploration. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Any other thoughts on that? Um, we try to spread. Oh, we should. We should also mention that we are thinking of starting to video record these and start a YouTube channel. Yeah. So that would be. I think that would be really fun. I think so too, and I think it'd be cool to kind of have each of us have like a specialty within that too. I don't know what that looks like, but I would love to have that play out for us. So we're going to explore that, I think. Do a little, do a little uh, experimentation. Just just means hairbrushing, makeup, applying. On Saturdays. On Saturdays. It's no more just, you know, yeah. letting my basic self be seen by two of my friends. Well, think of it this way. Now, when we're done recording, you're all dressed to go out to dinner. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. You're going to get a lot of me in headbands with no makeup on, but that's, you know what? Tune in. (laughs) Quite the sight. Um, I will do my best to look uh, somewhat presentable, but I will definitely be wearing sweatpants. And some sort of corresponding outfit that goes along with the sweatpants, including the makeup with the headband. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) So tune in to see me look like garbage. No, you never look like garbage. You always look amazing. Very kind. You do. But incorrect. (laughs) So, yeah. So this was really fun talking about changing, sort of changing our perspective on on reality and how nice that can be, how freeing it can be to be flexible. I kind of wonder if it will allow for... If you set a manifestation or an intention without expectation and without setting it like a hypothesis and you just drop it into the bucket and you let it go and you're like, let's see what happens. I wonder what would happen. So, You mean instead of saying, I want to manifest a new car, say, I want to manifest, why put that, why, why put that? 
like box on it, right? Yeah. Why not manifest okay. a new a new way of getting about, you know? And In fact, who knows? Even get more vague, I feel like there was somebody I was listening to recently. I wish I could credit them. I feel bad that I can't. But they said to focus on the intention behind why you want the new car. Exactly. Like, yeah. And throw that bucket out in there like, oh, I want a safe way to get to work. I want a fun way to get around town. I am looking to experience joy through this and see what comes up when you, you know, present that to the universe and not put the expectation down and allow it. Maybe that's what that means to release control. Yeah. On your manifestation. (laughs) Yeah. It's a great idea. Let's all try it. it. (laughs) See what happens. Sounds good. Yeah. Charlotte. Closing thoughts. Uh, loved our talk today. And um, yeah, I love the idea of just being in the moment and enjoying all there is and exploring all there is and hoping everyone has a great week. Yes. That's awesome. Sounds good. So we will probably be back next week doing another podcast. So thank you for listening. Uh, this is Outrageous Wellness. If you enjoyed what you heard, please tell somebody else about us and have a fantastic week. Bye, everybody. Till next time. <laughs>